Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 21st episode of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, with a cold, and my voice sounds so weird. But uh, joining me today, as always, we have Aaron Hahn. Hello. I, I am also recovering from being <laughs> sick. So, we might sound a little weird. And then we also have David Becker. I'm not sick. The Golden the Child. Can we call you the Golden podcast. Child? Is that something we can call you or no? What? I don't know what you... I mean, I don't know what you said, so. The Golden Child. I don't know. All right. You guys <laughs> All right, guys, we have a great show for you. We're going to be introducing our new segment, Pitch and Ditch, uh, named, by, named by David. It's his idea, and he Pitch named it, so it's really great. Uh, we're also going to talk about something called the Greasy Strangler. Uh, should be a good time. But first, we're going to talk about the movies that made us the most emotional. You've got a friend in me. You've got a And uh, we're going to try and keep these slightly spoiler-free. Uh, that way we don't completely ruin a film for you. But, um, you know, with this kind of topic, it can be expected that some things might be a little ruined for you. But, guys, who wants to go first? Well, me and Aaron have the same movie. Or Aaron yeah. and I, excuse me. You guys couldn't even think of other ones. <laughs> well, no, this is, don't even, this don't even talk to me. Pick. This is the this is the movie. You the can't even talk trash until you've seen of this. Of all movies for this topic, this is the go-to number one pick. So who I wants to go first? You guys are just going to go together? Yes. <laughs> okay. It is this movie, Internet, Have that fun. you can't see, but I'm showing it to Jacob. <laughs> I already knew it was going to be that. <laughs> it is Perks of Being a Wallflower. It is not only brave, funny, and dazzling and effective, according to Mary Pauls from Time, but, oh, um, you're reading <laughs> <off the plane. laughs> also, as also the Flash is in it. Yeah. Yes. yes. No. Hermione Granger's in it. This movie just, this movie just connects and with, in my opinion, it it connected with me, in um many different ways and pulls on your heartstrings like. Be louder. That's all I'm trying to <laughs> say. I'm, I'm, be louder. I'm saying. Be louder. Oh, oh God. God, not again. <clears throat> this movie connects with, I feel like, a very wide range of audi- uh, in the audience. And um, it, it just pulls on your heartstrings and makes you feel ways that you just never thought you would feel before. And I know. I. I, I, can I jump in because yeah. it's both of your first picks. So like this, was, well. this was like a film that I had like a mild curiosity about, but I didn't like see it until like a few years after it came out, like one or two years after it came out. And then it was just kind of like, it was like, Oh, that sounds kind of good. I'm, I'm into that coming of age drama stuff. That's, that's my jam. So I watched it and it, it was not <laughs> expecting what I got though. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. And I've seen it. I don't know six seven times since then because I yeah. just keep on going back to rewatch it whenever when you know whenever I get the feeling that I need to watch it and I still can't get through it without crying at some point even like having seen it like seven times I'm I'm legit serious it's so bad yeah guys. I first I first watched it with um just wait <laughs> That one probably makes sense. Mine don't make sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I first watched it with my friend, and he, like, we were, 
we're just hanging out and he's like wait you've never seen we were talking about movies he's like you've never seen this movie it's my favorite movie of all time and i was like uh no i don't really care he's like and then he tossed me out so i said sit down we're watching this movie right now and it was like four o'clock in the morning we finished it and then i was crying like oh <laughs> yeah and then we're I, getting I to the emotional asleep, side of just so like emotionally torn up yeah you guys get to see a softer side to us you know we're all jokes and and yelling about Michael Bay most of the time, but now we get to really just you get to see the inner us. No, I don't know where that. But I don't know anything else to say about it, guys. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's just. I, mean, I think what's so powerful about it is it's just like simultaneously like so intimate. Like there's so much in it that I just completely relate to in a way I was not expecting to relate to. And but then in the same way, it's like so universal because it's just like there's something about like everyone being a misfit in there that it just it creates that atmosphere and uh, that sense of community and belongingship. So I don't know. It's just an extremely powerful film, but I, I don't I we're trying to avoid spoilers. So I yeah. can't get into some of the biggest moments, the moments that always make me cry, but. But I'm sure if you've seen it, you probably know what they're talking about. Well, there's so, there's too many, so no, they probably don't. But Jacob, <laughs> you're, you're, I, you're, I'm gonna give you this movie to watch when I see you this week. So yeah, I need to watch th- it. I know, I know, I do. There's there's one moment where I don't think any of the times I've seen this film, I've ever actually watched the scene because I'm just like actually watch the scene because I'm just cringing so hard at just so how unbelievably awkward it like it's intentionally awkward yeah and David you might know what scene I'm talking about it's like when they're playing the truth or dare game yeah yeah like every time that scene comes on I just cringe so bad just it's I was like ooh. (laughs) All right. I don't think I've ever actually watched that scene because I'm just like, this is so awkward. Oh my gosh. Why? Well, I, I know I need to see it. According to Fox TV, it's one of the best films of 2012. Wow. 2012 yeah. already? That seems like that came out quite a bit longer. Go. No, because I'm, I'm a Watson. Well, like, yeah, I get it. I get it didn't come out that long ago. Like, it just seems like it. Anyway. Are we uh we good on perks of being a wallflower? Yeah, I mean, I'm no, we're not. No, we're not. No, but we have you know what? On. It's my goal. I'm making it my goal to talk about this film next podcast. Well, yeah, because I'm gonna give it to you. I'm probably gonna come over and make you watch it, so <laughs> yeah, I can just watch it. Yeah, David, go over to his house, sit him down, and force him to finally watch <laughs> this movie because I've been telling him for months now. Oh gosh! Put it on the list. It was. It like is on the list. Number one on the list. No, Donnie Darko was number one on the oh, list. Oh, Donnie Darko. I'm not following order list. though. So. Well, yeah, I, I didn't write it in a particular order, but it was like one of the first films that popped to my mind was this film. But so sit him down, force him to watch it. We'll look forward to that issue. next week. Sounds <laughs> like a good, good old time. It. it sounds like a good old time. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll go. Next, with my first movie, since that was your guys' shared first movie, um, I want to talk about a little movie called Interstellar. Um, Murph! 
Okay, <laughs> let's, let's try not to spoil this. It's so hard because it's not like the whole movie I'm super emotional. It, there are a couple moments, the end and then... <laughs> Aaron's just dying on the other side. There's the end, I'm, which we're not going to spoil, of course. But then I'll be able to make it through, you guys. Just okay. Just keep going. I'll, my <laughs> voice will hold out. <laughs> now I'm coughing. What is wrong with you? There's there's the end. David wants to have to do the podcast. <laughs> there's the end. Dude, three hours of which, just oh my god. <laughs> All right, so this is the end, which makes me cry every time, but we're not going to talk about that here. Uh, the part, like, you know, you know the no, part no, that I'm talking I got you. about, I got you. where he, you know, goes to see someone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the the part that really just, I cannot contain myself whenever it comes on, it's the part where he gets up, he's he's watching the tapes from his children, and it's mostly oh. just a testament to Matthew McConaughey's acting ability, but you just feel for this man. He's just bawling in a chair, and then you're like, I'm watching him cry. I'm going to cry with him. It's so sad. <laughs> this is so it, sad. That, that is a very, very low point of the movie, and I, I feel my heart breaking with him in that scene. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting, because, like, time relativity is just, like, such an abstract concept to us, but, like... Matthew kind of is able to ground it in such real emotion at that yeah. point. It's really, really well done. And it's just horribly sad, too, the things his kids say to him over the video. Like, it's, hey, you're never coming back. Chicago sometimes calls it a beautiful and epic film. Oh, he has Interstellar, too. <laughs> He's so all these on hand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i mean i only keep good like i have a very small movie collection so i only have good movies well you got you got two uh yeah those are two, two dime dime pieces yeah it's just uh when i watched it i watched it in theaters lost it and i always hate crying in the theaters because i feel like i'm the only one crying although i know that's never true because there are people who cry too, at nothing worry. um on the same level as her yeah and so and then I watched it again on Blu-ray. I showed my family. I was like, "Hey, you guys have to watch this. This is one of the best movies I saw in 2014. And they were like, yeah, it was fine. I'm like, how are you not breaking up over this scene right now? This is so emotional. This is so heart-wrenching. And then they're like, my yeah, friend, it's My okay. friend said she thought it was boring. Oh, God, no. I was like, I was like did, you, did you watch the same movie that I just watched? <laughs> I was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The man is in space. The man is in space. <laughs> I was gonna say some other. I was gonna say some other stuff. I was like, I can't ruin anything. So I'm like, the the man just. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's a really great film. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Really I feel like great. this podcast just revolves around like six movies that we talk about. So you need I don't to think go we've watch. ever talked about Interstellar before. We have. Yeah, we have. We definitely have. We. Do, I, I can one. Oh, one we talked about the score at least. Is the score? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, those are, like, that's the thing. When you get three different people on here, each one of us has, like, our favorite movies that we're going to talk about as much as we humanly can. So, I don't know. Who wants to go like next the, for the number like two the movie? aforementioned Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah, oh my god, how many <laughs> times is this now? <laughs> Alright. Who would like to go next for their second movie? I mean... I was th I, one kind of popped in my head. Um. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let me just preface this by saying 
I am the one who cries at all the movies in this group. These two are like, I can't think of another movie that I get emotional about. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What? Like, Sorry, I cry at like every movie. Every movie. Every one of them. But. And I was thinking the Breakfast Club elicits Ooh, some yeah. kind of emotion from me. Not necessarily like, oh, I'm crying because I. Like, no, I'm not going to cry at the Breakfast Club, but, like... Well, you're missing out, bud. I mean, sorry. <laughs> but, I, I don't know. I, like, when I sit down and I watch the Breakfast Club, I just feel some kind of way. And I don't really know. It, it's a good, it's a feel-good kind of movie, I think. Is it? Yeah. It, I, I think know. it is. In my, I think it is. I think it has a happy ending. I don't know that it's like a feel-good movie. <laughs> like, you feel kind of crabby throughout most of it. You're like, oh. Yeah, but if it ends happy. Okay. I mean, I mean, feeling crappy is like a feel-good. Let me let me feel the way I want to feel, man. It's the BoJack Horseman approach. <laughs> I, I almost said BoJack Horseman. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh. If we had did TV shows, I mean, Lost would be number one. But No, but, um... No, it, it, it makes me... I enjoy the movie, and it, that's all I'm going to say about it, because I'm actually looking for it on Blu-ray, so if anyone wants to throw oh, me there, a Oh, there's, uh, like, a collection of that, 16 Candles, and Pretty Weird in Pink. Science? Pretty in Pink. No. Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Uh, that Best Buy for, like, five bucks. Science. I think. No, I don't know why I said that. When we well, go to a, Best Buy, when a, we go to Best Buy, remind me to look for it. Okay. It's a John Hughes film. That's what I was looking for. Um, so I guess that's all we have to say about The Breakfast Club. I don't know. I think it's a great film. I think David... Well, I think it definitely draws... It, like, uh, gets into some of the same emotions as Perks of Being a Wallflower, just that... Oh, see, thank you, yes. Yeah, that kind of idea of, like, all these, uh, misfits... We brought it back around. (laughs) Finding... Yeah, we... I have to... You know, I have to bring it back. But, okay, Aaron, would you... Would you you classify, um, Perks as being a feel-good movie? I think at times it's such an emotional roller coaster, but I think I always do l- end on a happy note. Because I All wouldn't right, classify well. it as a feel good <laughs> movie because that kind of implies a sustained, yeah. a more sustained feeling throughout. Whereas, like, you just called The Earth's- Breakfast Club a feel good movie because it ended happy. <laughs> Well, I mean, but... You're getting a little mixed up on this. I am getting a little mixed up, but I don't don't know. I don't... I'm getting my definitions mixed up, but I still think the... I would still define Perks as not a feel-good movie in The Breakfast Club as one. So I would need a better definition for it, but... Do you have a second movie that you want to talk about? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Because I I pulled Breakfast Club out of my butt, so... Are we? We're not doing TV shows. No, so, right. Well, I can so think I'm of one gonna... that you're probably emotional about, but you haven't thought of. One I'm emotional about. Yeah, that you know I'm emotional about. That okay, I'm pretty tell me. sure. Okay. If you, it's if you're... obviously it's obviously High School Musical. No, three. if you are not emotional about this movie, you're not a human being. The Iron Giant. Uh, well, I haven't seen that film in the longest time. Neither though. have I, but I so. remember that movie, and I remember it tearing me up as a child. That's all I, I remember. I may still own that on VHS. I shouldn't look. 
But whatever. We don't have that. <laughs> what, what's well, your final I mean, one? I just don't remember that movie. Do well TV. Do TV. I, I don't, I don't do TV, then. I don't <laughs> Just do Bojack. No, no, I'm going to go. No, I'm going to go with the... It's not the most recent film to make me cry, but it's the only one I can think of that made me actually cry in the theaters when other people were around. Fantastic Four. <laughs> well, that was crying for a different reason. <laughs> uh, talk about another movie we just keep beating to death. <laughs> we can't let the world forget. No. no. But no, my movie is actually Inside Out. Oh yeah! Still, oh yeah! I forgot. I still it. haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen it? Nope. Yeah, I I forgot about that one. I was going to mention that one, but if I had remembered, I don't know what I'm saying. Continue. I'm sick. Yeah, I mean, well, I can't spoil the exact moment no. when it all broke down for me. But let let's just say there's a certain choice by one of the characters that you've grown attached to. That is just really heartbreaking. Yeah, and like you, you kind you kind of see it coming, but then it's still just when it it just it's so good, and it just perfectly plays into like its themes about like growing up and like how that changes everything and stuff like that. So I don't I don't know how much I can say without spoiling it, and David hasn't well, even seen it to know what I'm referring to. I can but. mention a non-spoiler moment that was in the trailer. Nope. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't remember the trailer, so oh it's spoiling for me. Well, fine. <laughs> but you know the part where she's in class and there. Nope, I don't. Oh my god! So, yeah, yes. that part. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say, David. That's all I'm gonna say. Now I'm gonna that, be that was like the, that was like the start of it. Like yeah. that was the thing that like started pushing me. Yeah. Like, and then I just you know. You just like feel so bad. Just really so bad. <laughs> like, don't do this. And then even. Even though I think it is like an emotional film in that it does make you cry because it's so sad, there are also like great happy moments in it that are just like, aw, family. Family's good. Like, I don't yeah. know. And so, sadness is good. Sometimes. Sadness is good sometimes. You're right. That's the whole point of the movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Spoilers. That's not really a spoiler. That's not really a spoiler. That's, that's just tips for real life. <laughs> spoilers for real life spoilers for real life it's okay to be sad sometimes and the moon landing was fake yes that one never too forget. that one well, too dude buzz aldrin will flip on you i, I read an article <laughs> we're not being serious <laughs> i'm not you're serious. making him die david you're making him die <laughs> oh my god see what you've done <laughs> so my second film uh it's one that I think you guys also probably got emotional about if you've seen this movie, if you grew up with these movies, this movie will destroy you inside. And it's Toy Story 3. Now I was thinking yeah. about maybe going Toy Story 2, the when she loved me part. Emotionally destroying. <laughs> like, you're just like, why? Why is this in a movie? Why? Why are they doing this to me? But I think Toy Story 3 goes past that even. Even the opening scene... When I saw this in theaters, 2010, I would have been, I'm not good at math. That's six years ago. I would have been 14, 14, 14, 15, around there. Um, I remember just bawling at that opening scene, and I wasn't the only one. Everyone else in my theater was, and there was 
my, like my parents, mom, my mom next to me. And then there was a little boy next to my mom. That little boy was losing it from the very beginning. I'm like, oh my God, what he, is this he movie He probably isn't even a true fan. He probably didn't even see the first two. <laughs> no. It's just yeah, like, get out of the theater, little kids. <laughs> It's not like it's not like this movie was made for you. Yeah, right. This movie wasn't made for you. And then just even like the final scene. Wow, man. Well, how do you feel about Toy Story Four coming out? Eh, it'll probably be really good. I don't think it'll be bad, but I'm just. I mean, nothing will ever beat Toy Story Three. I already know it because it was just that like perfect theme of like growing up, and you just kind of have to move on. And you're like, oh, but I don't want to move on. But it's like, you kind of have to. So shut up. <laughs> like, so it's kind of like the same feelings as Inside Out. But, you know, yeah. a little different also because we've had three films to care what about these yeah. characters. What and it's mean? a it's different as form of growing up. It's like the next far? stage of growing up kind of thing. And <laughs> oh, I was hoping and you yes. wouldn't bring it back to it. I was hoping. All of it, all of it comes back. <laughs> I mean, all the, all the, all this starts at Hurts Being a Wallflower. Everyone has seen this movie, been like, man, I, I open at like, the close. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, I, Toy Story 3, man. It was one of those movies, cried so much in the theater. I'm like, well, I won't cry the next time I watch it. And I watched it with my dad and my little sisters and lost it again. Um, they're like, why are you crying? I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah, your little sisters are like, what are you doing? That, that is literally what happened. They're like, why are you crying? I'm like, because this is so emotional. What don't you understand? And then every, like, I just won't watch it anymore. Like, I know it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but I just will not watch it because I'm not in the mood to cry a bunch. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, yeah. Aaron's crying a little bit right now. I think it's actually just this throat thing. So. He, he's really sad that casting came to an end. <coughs> See, look at he's dying about it. I'm dying. <laughs> don't don't die. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> I think we we've covered our bases for the movies that make us the most emotional. So uh, now let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. I used to watch this perfect couple. They were the embodiment of true love. That will make us emotional. That will make us emotional. Well, I think we're going to be feeling some emotions, not necessarily sadness, but let's start with The Girl on the Train, a movie that uh, looks a bit like a Gone Girl ripoff. Yeah, yeah, a bit. Just, 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 just a bit. Just a little bit. Gotta love Gone Girl. Oh, I, you do gotta well, love yeah, Gone Girl. Well, yeah, I do love Gone Girl, but at the same time, it's like, the major thing that saved that movie from being like a typical lifetime <laughs> original movie kind of quality is David Fincher's directing, which is I'm dying. Not the case here. You mean it wasn't Ben Affleck's amazing acting skills? Well, I mean Ben Affleck too. The cast too as well. But this film has a good cast. You got Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. I love Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. Is she upfront? I can you, I concur. Making her. Blood. What? She. <laughs> Wait, what? Did, what did he say? I missed it. I missed. It. I made an awful pun. I said, "Is she upfront with you? You know, when <laughs> making her." <laughs> you're killing Aaron, David. You're killing him. Get it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now you laughed at my joke. Or no, that joke was pretty good. I gotta Thanks, give it so. to you. But uh, yeah, watch the trailer. I'm like. All right, I'll go see it. 
but I already know it's going to disappoint me because it's just going to try and be Gone Girl. We already have a Gone Girl. We don't need another one. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know, like it looks a, like a same thing basically for me. It's like it it's looks so like obviously a thriller, so I'm gonna go see it. Hopefully, do you see a lot of thrillers? I love that's my favorite genre. So, oh okay, you gonna go see the accountant? I mean, yeah, it's he's nodding. I'll be into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the podcast the listeners. The he's nodding. I, I'm like a more of like a mind bending thriller, like kind of guy not just like oh like it's an action thriller like i don't need that like mm-hmm. like when they described um what, what's the one movie that we talked about like three weeks ago with the blind guy oh i uh, don't breathe? breathe yeah don't breathe they're like oh yeah this is like a suspense like suspenseful thriller that's like, more of a horror like, that's film. not that's not the kind of thriller that i'm looking for i'm looking for like a psychological like, like a psychological oh God, he's kind of shutter island okay. that is a stunning masterpiece that requires and demands multiple viewings by Ain't It Cool News. You gotta you got cite your sources. Yep. I see the aviator is also in that double pack. Yep. <laughs> you know, a lot of people regard Shutter Island as a bad Leo DiCaprio film and the aviator as his best one. Just so we're clear on not, that. Not Titanic? Well, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay, but I'm just... It's so funny that you have the opposite like reaction to them. I don't know. It's just funny to me. I might have to pick up that double pack, because I haven't seen either. It was um, it was super cheap at Best Buy. It was like $7, $5. Best Buy, where all of your needs can be met. Stop <laughs> plugging Sponsored random Best things, Buy. you people. <laughs> we're not getting any money from these people. <laughs> not yet. Or ever. <laughs> okay. Um, Girl on the Train. Let's move on. Let's move on from Girl on the Train to Birth of a Nation. Yikes. What is this? Um, I honestly haven't heard of any of these movies, except I heard of Girl on the Train. So the Birth, oh, of, a Birth Nation. of a Nation is the movie that kind of took Sundance by storm. It's about, yeah. uh, what's the guy's name? Nat Turner? Yes. Who was a slave... It's based on a true story. He was a slave who like led a revolt against the masters kind of stuff. Yeah. So, And, of course, the name Birth of a Nation was also the name of a 30s film? 30s? 20s? 20s or mm-hmm. 30s, I forget. Yeah. Um, like one of the first big Hollywood movies that was all about how the Ku Klux Klan are all heroes. So we're taking the name back. Well, I mean, we have that. it's still regarded like the the original is still regarded as like one of the best films of all time, or at least one of the best films of all time by the old white people who decide what yeah. the best films of all time are. <laughs> right, but, <laughs> right, right. Um, so here's but my just like yeah, you, know, you just have to look past the racism if you can do that. Look at the filmmaking. So anyway, here... for this the the modern one, yeah. the one that's taking back the name. Yeah, here's my problem with it. And it's not, it's not really even a problem with the movie, more just like, um, there are like some pretty serious rape allegations against the director, and I don't know that maybe we should not support him. <laughs> for so, so, question, if, if, 
the director of Interstellar was accused of rape. Would you would you watch it? Well, not, I would not Christopher Nolan. Yeah, what are you doing to me, David? If, I would be to be honest. I probably would not watch his movies anymore. You, you no. wouldn't. No. You wouldn't watch his movies. What if if he's putting out critically acclaimed masterpieces year after year? You would you would take yourself away from well, it. Well, most of the time, when someone's a rapist, they don't get more jobs. They usually get less. Well, I'm just playing devil. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm, playing devil's ad- advocate because there's this music artist called Front Porch Step who got accused of, you know, raping multiple underage girls. Oh my god, worse. So I was like, you know, she was 14. I'm like, I, I like this song that I used to really connect with is about a 14 year old. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's, that's about yeah. the time you just want to remove yourself from the situation, cut all your ties, and be like, all right. But I don't know, Aaron. What do you think? Well, I mean, like, like about the film or about the about accusation? The film. I don't know. Because, like, like, where do well, you stand on this like whole the thing? thing? Like, where when it first premiered at Sundance earlier this year, it got a lot of acclaim, and I, I was interested in it. Like, I'm not huge into like historical dramas; it's not one of my favorite categories. But it seemed like it was going to be a really great cinematic work of art. That you know, it's like like it's like a must watch because it's gonna have a lot of conversation around it come Oscar season kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, as you mentioned, like now as we get closer and closer to its release date, more behind the scenes uh, information has come out that has complicated my feelings about the film. So I don't know. I'm still. I might go see it. I might not. I'm not sure. It might depend if it's playing at my local theater or not. But I think this might be too big of a conversation for us to tag on the podcast. But I think there is an argument to be made for being able to separate the art from the artist. And uh, there's there's plenty of other people who uh, worked on this uh, film. That's true. That's true. That's a good As point. Well, it's not no film is the work of one solo individual. So let's just admit, let's just agree. The movie, fine. The director probably should not win best director, no matter what. Well, from the sound of it, I don't know, the like when it first came out, everyone was like, "Oh, that's going to win the Oscar because the Academy is just going to be like, oh, I guess we'll use this one to prove that we're not racist even though we're still be racist." <laughs> Oh, the Academy, you suck. <laughs> but the conversation has definitely turned against it in recent weeks, and it sounds like it's not as great as people were first making out to be. Like it like it's like a good film, but like it's it has flaws in its filmmaking that are only overcome by its uh emotional impact, is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, it should be interesting. I don't know. It it's a bit of a Sophie's Choice, as they say. Except no for it's not. It, it's, people no, say it. No. People say it. No one says that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just messing with you, actually. Cut it. Cut what? That off saying out of your vocabulary. No. Out. Sophie's God, Choice is a you. real saying, guys. Oh my God. Okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I know on. it's a real saying. I was just joking. Why are you <laughs> getting on this tangent? I don't know. I thought you guys really thought it wasn't a real saying. I mean, it's what's the third movie? The third movie is Middle School, The Worst Years of My Life. Never Look, heard looks of like it. a kid's movie. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
got uh, Andy Daly. Yeah, that, I was just gonna say that. Every time I see a trailer for this movie, I'm just like, "Why are you making this movie and not review season three? I know. Where you is were, review season three? Season three, like a year ago. Where is it? <laughs> season three of what? Review. Review. The oh. Comedy Central show where this guy reviews life. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so good. But uh, yeah, you also got Lauren Graham in here. Who? Lauren Graham. Do you know who Lauren Graham is? I obviously don't, so don't feel bad, Aaron. Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls? I haven't watched Gilmore Girls. You've not seen an episode of Gilmore Girls? No, I'm not. I I sounded really offended there, but I've heard heard good things about it. I've heard, like, plenty of guys like it, even though it sounds like it's a show meant just for girls, as the title states in a sense. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've never seen it. Uh, let me let me regale you with other movies from her awesome filmography. She's in The Pacifier, Aaron. Never seen that. Yes. <laughs> That's a great movie. No, no it's listen. not. It's so bad. She's in Evan Almighty. It's his so the, wife so, and Evan Almighty. So you basically are telling me that she makes only good movies. Yeah, basically. Um, okay. And I'm sure in, this one will be equally as good. She's in This Is The End. Yep, yep. Another bad movie. She's in Max. Dude, yes, she is. No, <laughs> she's the mom in Max. She's all, she's also been typecast as a mom in like every movie now. So, so she's the mom in this. Yeah, yeah, the mom is. of the kid. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so we got off track on that one. Uh, it looks like just a classic. You know, what's the other trilogy of movies that came out a few years back? Diary of a Wimpy Diary Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid looks that like that kind of movie. Like oh. they made three of those. Yeah, they, they're making a fourth one. Are they really? The kid's way yep. too old now. They're they're replacing the kid. Oh really? Because that's Come how on. Hollywood does it. I liked the second one of that movie. Of those, movies. I never read the the awful books. So I didn't see either. The awful movies. I like I liked the books. The movies were just they were really that awful. bad. Come on. Come no, on. They were, they were that Come bad. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to give this one to you. They were that bad. No, they weren't. No. Anyway, let's move on to the next film. Uh, The one that I think I might have the most to say about, even though it's the one that's definitely not getting a wide release. I don't know. I introduced you to this film. Yeah, Aaron did. Thank you. Um, I knew this was coming when no one else here did. It's called The Greasy Strangler. And... uh, is he related to the hashtag sling and hash slasher? slasher. <laughs> yeah. um, Maybe. We don't know. Would you like to care to try to describe this movie to the people? I don't know what this movie is. I've only seen the minute-long teaser. So basically, let me explain what was in this teaser. All right. So you got an old guy. Or no, you got you got the old guy's son. And he's like, hey... I think my dad might be the greasy strangler. And then he's talking to his dad, who's in, like, a pink bodysuit, like Charlie wears, like the green man suit, but it's pink, and it's a really old man. And he's like, you want to know a secret? I am the greasy strangler. (laughs) And then after that, it's followed by the strangest things I've ever seen in my life. Some guy's eye gets gouged out or something, and then... Some other weird stuff happens. He, like, farts out pink stuff and um, something about a car wash and then something 
he gets really weird about someone and their butt. I don't know. <laughs> it's weird that this movie and Swiss Army Man are coming out in the same year. Like, what are these weird movies? <laughs> Where are they coming from? There's always been weird movies like these, Lacey. You just gotta... You gotta actually seek them out, in a sense, you know? Alright, like, name some other really They're not really the ones that movies. are gonna be advertised on TV or get Happy Meal toys, although I would love to see <laughs> the kind of Happy a, Meal toys they came up with, but... Dan, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, like, corpse is just one of the Happy Meal toys. Like, and, and then you press a button and he farts. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I just don't know, man. This is just so... It's so strange. If you, you haven't seen it, watch the trailer. You'll be like, why is this a movie? Who made right, this? Exactly. And that's pretty much ex- the only thing they're banking on is just being so absolutely weird that people like have to check it out. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. Aaron's dying. <laughs> no, no. We have to move on to the next topic because we have to get to the new topic. Aaron, Aaron no, don't die. Okay. We will. We'll Good. move on. But. What was your, what were you saying? Aaron, you know you can mute your microphone when you cough? Like, that's what, that's what I do. Oh. <laughs> Jake's like, oh, you can, you can do that. I muted my microphone earlier. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Aaron, what was the point you were making? What was the, the hashling? The hashling and splashers related to the Greasy Strangler? All right, I well, so. I guess. No, that, that is just. It's banking on being weird. And right. I don't know. That pretty much works for me. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it when it comes out on DVD or whatever. So that's that. Um, Greasy Strangler. <laughs> I don't know why it's a thing. Um, anyway, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. I'm going to leave you anyway. I'm going to leave you anyway. And I think I'm on the right track. Get it? Track? Because horses run on tracks, and you are a horse, and I am a horse. Do you get it? Do you get my joke about the track? Okay, there's a whole page of this. Ooh, 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 it's my turn, it's my turn, it's my turn. I guess it's David's uh, turn. <laughs> I always David. go first because I always have the shortest list. I, I might beat you this week, but let's hmm. go. Let's do this. Well, um... Watching Breaking Bad. Got a couple more episodes in. Chipping away at that rock. Season four. Nice. Probably don't use like the word rock when talking about Breaking Bad, though, right? No, we know exactly what, uh, is, what it means. I, I use that, that term on purpose. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Never mind. Um, Never mind. Watch, watch some more. It's always sunny. Mm-hmm. I watched some yeah. last night, too. Try, I watched the... Like, Rewatching these in order, or are you just watching random episodes when you feel like it? Um, well, it's usually like when I have an idea, or, or it will be like when I'll, I have I'll an be, idea, <laughs> and so I'll watch, I'll watch the show for like inspiration. I'm like, yeah, this could work. So, um, all right, <laughs> we like someone was talking about like what they should do in the car trip. I was like, oh, you got to play um, Think When You Drink. You know, when and they're like, what? I'm like, duh, like season five episode. I forgot what episode it is. Episode. When they All go right, on it doesn't matter trip. what episode it is. It's in season five and they go on the road trip to um, the Grand Canyon. To the Grand Canyon, but the, and they're playing, okay, drink what you think. And then Dee picks up the 14 year old hitchhiker who steals her car. 
I don't remember that episode. Because you want you don't remember that episode because no. they were just getting hammered in the back when they had to say I, I remember the states. This yeah, it's a good episode. And then they they burn the wicker chairs in the trailer. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm, man, you should go and watch that. And I watched Charlie McDennis again. God, you watch that episode so often, <laughs> so often. <laughs> Speaking of Charlie McDennis, I dropped the playing cards. In the rain, so like a lot of them smeared together, but I can still read them all. But I'm just really salty what about it. <laughs> Wait, what is this? Wait, what is that? I don't have to do with it. What is this? I don't remember. That's why. That's why I watched Charlie McDennis. Why? Wait, what? Can you can you explain? <laughs> why is this happening? Oh my god, okay. Okay, I've also cards. watched the Lions lose today. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty one. rough. Pretty rough one today. Yeah, yeah. As always. Um, Did that have anything to do Horseman. with drop playing cards? No, Wait, I dropped the Always Sunny me. cards. Yes. Always Sunny. What? Anyway, David, Bojack Horseman. Yes. You reached Escape from LA, didn't you? Yes. Oh. It yeah. got reached. Right. Oh. Yeah, it did get real. It's getting. It's taking some turns. I'm just like, I don't know what. Like he just tried to fight. He just fired Princess Carolyn. I'm pretty sure. It, did did she end up being like fired officially? Or no, no, because he stayed on for like six months. I think. Oh, you're. That's like end well, of season, season three. three. Oh, that's yeah. that's a spoiler. We're gonna cut out. <laughs> no, you don't need to so, cut that out. It's not a big deal. I told you. I just told you I was in season three. Fine. I know, but I thought you were going to talk about... We were talking uh, about Escape from Escape L.A. From LA and you, and you jumped. just jumped to season three, uh, but I got... Yeah, no, Escape from L.A., especially when... um, well, am, I, am I allowed to spoil yeah, it? Yeah, fine, uh, whatever, go for it, I don't care. Like, when... um, <laughs> No, don't don't spoil it, don't spoil it. Oh, well, now we're cutting hairs! <laughs> well, no, hairs that's a major, every now and that's then. A much, that's a major spoiler. No, they weren't right. real. All right, oh, all right, all right. Bojack's life is just getting... It's taking some turns. Real there. trashy. I, I'm on this... I'm on this um, coaster not a roller coaster just a coaster because we keep coasting and it keeps going lower and lower and lower but man i do enjoy it i'll I'll probably finish it it's just the coaster because there's no there's no help it just goes straight down (laughs) um how many episodes are in season three because i may finish this the same number yeah same number oh yeah because i think i'm like halfway through it so i'll probably finish it at work this week oh oh no yeah, yeah, I, I watched like saga. the whole series, like total. It was probably like no more than like three days. Yeah, yeah. I I only get to watch it at work, but um. Oh, Aaron, it's that time of the podcast. What time? It's that time to talk about Atlanta. Oh, uh, did you watch it this week? Of course, I watched it this week. Of course, it, yeah, <laughs> of I, course I like this I did. episode a lot. I like this episode a lot better than the one last week. I think I liked last week's better, but I can see where you're coming from. I don't know. Alfonso, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got you. But, like, also just, I was so confused because they're just, like, the dude comes in and they're like, who's that? And he's like, oh, that's Justin Justin Bieber. Bieber. But it's, like, it's it's not (laughs) Justin Bieber. It's just. It's some black pop star, but named Justin Bieber. I was really confused. is this supposed to be the real Justin Bieber? And like nowhere I looked online could actually confirm like it was really meant to be the actual Justin Bieber. 
but like the the AV clubs uh, review of the episode, they kind of talked about how it could have been like a statement about like how Justin Bieber gets to act a certain way in front of like the press and the yeah. public that a black person, a black artist would not be able to like, like Paperboy said, like you're the rapper, yeah. you have to be angry or whatever. That's what people expect from you. Uh-huh. So like, that's what he's told. So that, maybe which that's makes that, which really makes sense. And if, it's taken that way then that's actually really deep yeah like, i don't know just the, the, the charity right. basketball game had me cracking up too they're like Are they really doing this right now mm-hmm. <laughs> a good good episode just give me more Atlanta. give me more that's all i asked for well you're it's still like getting more the season already yeah, we're what? so quick we're like halfway through the season already oh that's so weird what well, i don't know what i'm gonna Sad face. But it did get renewed for season two, so I'll be okay. That's true. Um, uh, what else have I watched? I don't know. Oh, and I watched a movie. I watched Zootopia. Oh, yeah, Zootopia. Because oh, Netflix had film. it. What a great film. Yep, that's one of the first to come under the Netflix-Disney deal. Yeah, right. which is going to be a really interesting deal because isn't like all like the new Disney movies get going straight to Netflix, like because of the contract or whatever. Like they go to Netflix a lot faster than they yeah. were exclusive to Netflix. Well, that means yeah. Jungle Book's getting put on there soon. I hope so. I still want to watch okay. it. <laughs> no, but um, I re- I really liked it. It was yes. cute. It was fun. It yes, was David. Enjoyable. It um talked about some real life issues of like. Racism, um, discrimination. Yeah, I, is racism the right yeah. term, I guess? Racism, yeah. discrimination. Well, it kind of expands. The most, uh, I think most people would like say it's a race uh, allegory about racism because that's the most uh, prominent Probably. form of discrimination that we between the, right now, yeah, but. between the predators and the uh, prey. But also it's yeah, about right. like sexism too. And Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. It's like it can cover all forms of discrimination that was good yeah loves utopia i and i really like the, the character of the, i actually cared about the fox yeah like, forget oh, his name <laughs> the actor or the character character the character yeah what's his name i don't know his name I just it totally like something. Judy Hopps is the bunny. Yep, I know Judy. <laughs> Nick Wild. Like, Nick Wild. Yeah, Wild. Like the whole scene when like he was um playing I don't know, he was doing his game when he would just like buy a popsicle and then resell it and sell the red his one. Game. I was just <laughs> it's cracking up. Yeah, no, that's really good. And then I love the the joke. I mean it's like a pretty overdone joke, but I think it worked. Where, like, the little tiny fox guy or whatever just has, like, yeah. the deepest voice. And he's like, where's my money or whatever. <laughs> where's my money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was real good. It was real good. I love Zootopia. Great film. Uh, yeah. And oh, and then quick question. Because yeah. after um, I finish up Jack Horseman, I'm going to be in a in a show hole. You know, mm. you know, I don't mm. know what to watch next. Mm. Have either of you watched Shameless? No. It's on my Netflix queue, though. Aaron? No. No, because, cause, okay, then, because I was sitting at work, and my friend comes in, she goes, David, have you seen Shameless yet? I'm like, what? 
She's like, you have to watch it. Like, it's the best show ever. I was like, okay. Like, I, like you know, blew it off. You know what I mean? My, my, then all of a sudden later that night, my buddy texts me out of random. I haven't talked to him in like a week. He's like, dude, do you watch Shameless? I'm like, what? So I think like, it just recently so like got two, added. That's why. Yeah, so like two people randomly text me on the same day. I'm like, that's a, if that's not a sign to watch <laughs> it, then. I would recommend, though, first. Watching, I think there's only six episodes, but it's of uh, Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. Oh no, that's like ten episodes it's or eight. 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 I, think. I would highly recommend that first because they're just they're. It's quick. I think Shameless has like six seasons now. Seven, I think. Seven, yeah. So oh. I don't know. Just a recommendation. All right, and that's all I've been watching. I also beat uh, Walking Dead season one. Mm-hmm. Mm. All that out, mm. internet, which is basically a movie. I mean, yeah, kind of. All right. Well, Aaron, do you mind if I go next? Because you probably have a big list. You want to go next? Yeah, yes, please. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with movies first. Um, watched a Rear Window, um, Alfred yes. Hitchcock film. Probably, one, if not the one of the most well-made films I've ever seen in my life. Just expertly crafted. Everything about it. Just um, the, the set design is yeah. just... Outstanding. It's, there's, like, nothing like it. No, no. Like, I mean, it's, like, it's obviously a set, not a real apartment complex. But, right. like, at the same time, just his mastery of, uh, you know, his control over all these different environments at the same time. Just, yeah. it brings the film to life in a really great way. Totally, totally agree. Um, and it was even one of the ones on my list that Aaron gave me, uh, which was. means I'm writing a review post about it. But after I finish writing this paper, that I have to write about it first. So just so I don't mix streams, because one of them is like about the craft of the film, and the other one's going to be about why it's a good movie, and I think you should watch it. Um, but if you listen to this, I think it's a good movie. I think it's an outstanding movie. You definitely should watch it. Um, and even from last week. Talking about uh, High Noon, Grace Kelly, man. Grace Kelly yep. is just the best. Oh, my God. I know. Just great actress, great actress. Um, and, yeah, I just thought the dialogue was great. Um, it's quick. Um, it has wit to it. it. It's funny, even though it's kind of a really messed up movie in some ways. That's like, oh, totally just uh, th- this woman's dead. <laughs> like, okay. But he has to, like, yep. prove it to everyone, and it's... It's real good. And uh, also, realize Disturbia is a complete ripoff of this film. Uh, I, I thought most people knew that. But no, I didn't. Apparently, I keep on running into people who don't. And I'm like, I mean, I didn't know so, what this movie was. You're so was wrong. You're so wrong. Until, I mean, I watched it. And then I was watching it. And I'm like, this is a lot like Disturbia. Oh my god, this is exactly like Disturbia. This movie is Disturbia. <laughs> but, like, good. And, uh... Yeah. When you say that Disturbia is that movie, Duh. Duh. I am the one that. No, <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> All right. That Twitter feed gets me going. I'm cracked up. So, that is Rear Window. Uh, so now onto the TV. Been watching a lot of TV lately, guys. It's weird. I normally don't watch that much television, like, television programs, but I'm keeping up with, uh, The Good Place, pretty good episode, not my favorite one. I didn't watch the new one. Okay. I just lost track of it in my 
sickness. Yeah. Um, not as good as the past episode, but it kind of shows more what the show's going to be. It kind of ha- feels like it's going to have a lost vibe. Not like in that it's going to I be... Think not like the, that. Not like that. No, I, I think the showrunner actually said like he took inspiration from Lost to figure okay. out how to make it a uh, long-sustaining premise. Okay, yeah. Because we get um, backstory for um, John Yu in this episode. So like we get like little flashbacks throughout the episodes. And there are some really great jokes. Some that don't necessarily land. Uh, but... I'm going to keep watching because I think it, it's pretty good. And then watch Superstore again. Still like Superstore. A uh, couple not, really big laughs. It's not that good. Oh, Superstore is so good, man. Dude, I don't know. The one episode I saw was trash. So, yeah, I know. I mean, the Olympic one episode. episode uh, we've one gone episode, through obviously. David is the <laughs> judge here. You've <laughs> seen all of them. He's seen one. The spinoff the episode. Therefore, I'm going to talk louder than you, so I'm going to be more right. Oh, yeah. That's how opinions work. The person who talks louder, <laughs> uh, they, they win. By the way, did you guys watch the presidential debate? <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> what a joke. Um, but anyway. That was, that was the funniest new show I've watched this fall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Olympic episode is a spinoff, and it, you cannot judge the rest of the series off of it. You can do what I want. I, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Um, I'm going to save the one that is really big for the end. Um, watch more Broad City. Broad City, absolutely a must-watch now. Hilarious. Hilarious. Like, one of the funniest shows, like, ever. I don't understand how I hadn't heard of this show until just now. Um, but... I think Abby and Alana, great chemistry between them. Both really funny. Um, season one, not so great. I mean, like, it's good, but it's not, like, as good as season two is now. Where, uh, like, all the jokes just feel bigger. If You can tell they have more freedom to do whatever they want. Like, first episode of season two goes, like, so far into, like, near, like, Almost too far, <laughs> but it's great. Um, plus, Seth Rogen was in that episode, so that makes me real happy. Love me some Seth Rogen. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just think it's really great. This past episode had like a real moment to it that you're just kind of like, oh, it's weird that the show can be wacky and funny and still have like a like a real conversation between real human beings about like judgment. I don't know. It's hard because you guys haven't seen it. It's hard to explain, but she's like, oh, you should be proud of me. I didn't judge you for it. And he's like, but someone being proud of not being judgmental thinks that they should be judged for it. And it's like, yeah, I guess that's kind of true. That's a good point. But yeah, I think Broad City, I I can't say enough how good it is. Yeah, I mean, Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it, as I've said, but I don't have Hulu or Comedy (sighs) Central or whatever you're watching this on. Hulu, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo, want to plug me with that password, Jake? No, I don't. It's not my <laughs> right here Hulu on the account. podcast. It's not my. It's not my right Hulu account. It's we'll not get my. Lot, we'll get a lot more listeners. Um, yeah. Yikes. Um, then I'm gonna mention watched episode nine of season one of Game of Thrones. 
don't know why everyone loves this show so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm hurting Aaron by saying this. I don't. I don't know what to do with you. I I actually may start watching Game of Thrones because I found out you can check them out at the library. Oh, Those like, might be the like, books, David. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Libraries Dude, have I, DVDs now because they need them. Yeah, no, because I, I remember I also checking you go out to a library to read a book. Who reads books anymore? <laughs> I checked out Teenage Mutant Turtles, the live action ones, and then I also checked out the old school live action, um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that you didn't know that existed, but oh, Aaron God. did. With the did you, re- you rewatch that? You, I you, you I've you watched that so many. I've watched that so many times. Oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> so Game of Thrones. Anyway. Um, I think it would have been better if I had not known what was going to happen in that well, episode. Of course, it would have been better. Yeah. If you don't know what's coming, but well, I that's the whole thing. That's I'm why like, you should have been watching it earlier. Oh. Please. I can't do everything. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to continue to watch, obviously. But um, I don't know. I mean, good performances. Great, beautiful, beautiful cinematography. Um, I like some of the characters. Some of them, like, you can just go away. And not, like, in a way that, like, I hate Joffrey because he's a horrible little little runt. Um, I've, seen, I've seen trailers and I already know I hate Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey's the worst. Everyone hates Joffrey. But that, but then there's like the the Mrs. Stark. I don't know her name. I'm like, I don't really care about you. Like you kind of suck. Oh, uh, Caitlin. Is that her name? Yeah. It's a very forward times name for that show. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. But and then there's like Tyrion. Still love Tyrion. He's great. Love Tyrion. Love Khaleesi. Can't remember her real name. And uh, Daenerys. Daenerys. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just their encyclopedia. Here. Oh, nice. Thank no, you. I don't have an actual encyclopedia. No, no, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But yeah, I don't know. I'll continue watching it, but it's not super high on my priority list. Not like this last show that was super high on my priority list, and I binged the whole second half of the season in one night because I couldn't stop watching, and that's You're the Worst. Oh my god, You're the Worst is amazing. Oh, I'm actually going to talk about You're the Worst slow, but... Oh, I also watched a lot of videos on why Bloodborne is one of the best um, PS4 games of all time. I don't think we count YouTube videos. David, I love when you just throw in random things you watched after your segment (laughs) is done. Um, It's it's honestly my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I can do that for you. (laughs) All right. You're the worst. From the Halloween episode. Dying! You're the worst. From the Halloween episode to the final episode of season two. Wow. Wow. The emotional roller coaster of which the likes I've never seen. <laughs> yeah, I told you it was going to get real. Like, the only. It's been real. Like, more. Does it get that, real man. in season three? Does what get real? What's like, what's that are we back? To- oh, you mean like like Bojack Horseman? Does it get? Yeah. Does, yeah. Does it get real? Yeah. yeah. Season three gets real. Um. But I lost my train of thought. Oh, all right. So the only TV show before this that has ever made me cry is Lost, and now You're the Worst has taken that place as, right alongside it because that episode where um, Gretchen 
they're just walking down the street and the like all the dialogue fades away and the music swells up and it just focuses on her face just lose it I, I was like oh my god why why is this show doing this to me and then later again when avoiding spoilers um when a certain tent is involved lost my mind just could not contain the tears at that point either i'm like why show why i love you so much and then uh it's just so good and it's so funny uh i honestly think vernon might be one of my favorite characters like comedy wise just because he's funny throughout every episode um the how his, his, his trash juice oh god trash juice <laughs> Uh, he hides it in the popcorn containers, <laughs> and then his his musings about the Babadook and how he shouldn't have seen it because it was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just think it's great. Um, I I'm excited for season three. I wish I could watch it live, but I cannot, so I'm sad. But I'm excited for when it gets put on Hulu. Well, I have been. Are you, are you done? Yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I don't know. Because okay, this is actually a perfect lead-in because I have been watching season three of You're the Worst. Mm. That was actually the first thing I wanted to highlight this week that I've been watching because I don't. I obviously don't talk about it every week, but this week, I'm not going to spoil anything, Lacey. Don't do this to but me. But it was just a really big episode, and it's oddly probably the least funniest <coughs> episode of the entire show and yet at the same time it is one of the absolute best because it's just it's uh if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about but it's <coughs> edgar centric and it just edgar but it's like they've been setting up this storyline uh throughout all the early episodes of season three so far and they just like it's one of the most uh heartbreaking uh, portrayals of uh, PTSD oh. I've ever seen. Like Edgar. it gets, I'm not. It's not a spoiler. No, I know, but like, that's just already, sad. I love, I love Edgar. I know, like, because like it's been like it's not been like the butt of the jokes. Like he but, didn't like, know it was a school, Aaron. Right, like they, they've <laughs> done a lot huh. of like jokes. About Would you say it. that it's been blunt? As nope, we're past it. We're Emily past that joke. Blunt. She's not even in the show. <laughs> Wish Emily Blunt was in the show. That'd be we're, cool. Just put every, Emily Blunt in everything. Yeah, okay. She was in my Super Mario yeah. Brothers movie. That's true. But it was just a really, really emotionally powerful episode. Just like to rival the one that uh, you were mentioned. Which one? You mentioned. Oh, the, uh, the tent LCD episode. Sound I forget system what the name or was. Or LSD sound system. That or, yeah, that one too. What a but, show, man. Oh. This is like legitimately one of the best shows on TV right now. Like, I know. I can't think of I, anything that beats it. It got renewed for a fourth season, though, so mm -hmm. I'm happy that it's still surviving because its ratings are pretty... I think its ratings for season three have actually been improving on season two, so I think people are actually starting to notice the show. Good, good. That's good because it's well-deserved. Yeah, totally. Anyway, so now we move on to my biggest item of the week oh no no it's good because it was marvel's luke cage 
the entire season, obviously dropped this Friday. And, of Did course, <laughs> I have already watched all of it. All 13-hour binge watch, wow. as usual. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it helps that I was sick, so I was just going to, like, mm. lay around in bed anyway, sleeping it off. So, But this was probably... Oh, my microphone was muted. <laughs> you weren't saying anything. Oh, because yeah. his microphone yeah. was muted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to interject. All, like, I've kind of, like, skimmed, like, reviews, and it's like, this is Luke Cage. He's a black guy who's indestructible in a hoodie and beats people up. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I mean, that's the show then. I'll move on. Well, yeah, that, that pretty much is the show. But it's like, it, it's so good, though. It's probably my favorite <laughs> of these that's, that's uh, your Marvel favorite, Netflix though. seasons I've heard since Jessica Jones was season the best. one. Or, what? I heard Jessica Jones was probably the best one. but I think Jessica Jones... Jessica Jones was the weakest of the three shows for me. Oh, wow. Maybe Daredevil. Like, Daredevil Season 1, I would put up above Jessica Jones, and then Daredevil Season 2, I would put below it. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. But, but like, the thing is with Jessica Jones is I really loved a lot of the stuff they were doing, but I think one of the flaws of all these Marvel Netflix shows so far has been, like, the pacing has always been a bit off. Like, they'll have, like, a really great like opening three or four episodes but then they'll kind of like uh lag for like a long stretch like a three episode stretch like towards the end of the season and it always has hurt their stories like it feels like most of these seasons should have been like three episodes shorter and i think that's what hurt jessica jones the most is it felt like they were stretching out the story longer than it should have been but luke cage i think had the the best pacing yet for the show because like I'm obviously not going to spoil anything, but uh, they had a few twists and turns that I was not expecting mm-hmm. that gave them a lot of uh, new material to work with throughout the season. So the pacing was excellent. And the acting is just, I knew I was going to like uh, Mike Coulter as Luke Cage because he was in uh, Jessica Jones for a couple episodes. So I already knew I was going to like him, but. You know, it just Luke Cage has always been one of my favorite superheroes. Really? Because he's well, like he's just not like one of my top favorite heroes, but I've just always enjoyed. I mean, what's his power? He just basically has like invulnerable, bulletproof skin and super strength. But he's just, but just like Mike Coulter, just is so good in the role. Like he's like charming, but like he also has this thing where it's like in the action scenes, he's almost, like, bored, in a sense, because oh. Luke Cage is just, like, all these people are, like, coming at him with, like, guns or, like, trying to punch his face, and they just, like, break his hands, and he's just, like, I've seen this all before, I know what's gonna happen, you guys are just gonna shoot me, the bullets are gonna bounce off, and then I'm just gonna, you know, kick your butts. So, <laughs> it's, okay. it's so great. And then, all I needed from the man was for him to be able to sound awesome when he says the Luke Cage's catchphrase sweet Christmas and he does sound awesome that that's his legit catchphrase why <laughs> I think you might just uh, want to ask why don't don't ask why okay I'll stop but yeah so just the acting is great love the cast 
uh, pacing is great. And there's definitely a lot of interesting uh, thematic stuff at work here because obviously it's like Marvel's first major property dedicated to a uh, black superhero. Mm-hmm. Like we had Black Panther introduced as their first major black hero, but it was in Captain America's yeah. film. Yeah. This is the first major property dedicated solely to one. And they get into a lot of interesting uh, thematic stuff. Like it, it feels very timely. Because there's a lot of stuff about like uh, how the African American American community uh, has to interact with the police, like what it means to be a black man who's a vigilante and stuff, and just it's very interesting that kind of like brings out this part of the character that's of Luke Cage that's really interesting in that it's like what would it mean for a black man to be bulletproof, given you know a lot of the current political situation you know so it's just it's very fascinating in that regard as well along with being just like some really great superhero action great score as well just it's like it's just like the perfect mix of like funk you know of funk all right so so here's my thing about the marvel shows never watched them not not seen a single episode of any of them um but they just don't like really interest me that much, and I don't know why. I feel like I don't know why they wouldn't. I feel like mostly it's because I'm like never gonna see these guys in the Avengers. So yeah, What's I mean it's a little disappointing how the TV shows aren't connected enough to the movie universe to make like, them feel. Are they well, though? Like, do they? No, have they're moments they're, they're that... meant to be in the same universe and the. The shows even uh, reference the movies several times. Okay. All of them have. So well, it's I Mac- hear the it's in Mac universe. I hear the DC um, universe like cin- not cinematic. The is there is there uh, the DC word extended for... universe? Extended universe. DC it's extended universe. Extended universe is what they call it. So they couldn't do I the hear... DCCU. <laughs> I hear that they are making a move to have. Arrow, to have Green Arrow, to have Supergirl, to have Flash all in one episode. Am I missing? Oh, yeah, and then DC. DC Extended Universe. universe. They're unconnected to the films, but yeah, they're connecting all four shows. Yeah, they are. But, I mean, the boys need to get back in prison break, that's all I gotta say. Yes, they're great. Anyway, so Luke Cage, it was my favorite of these Marvel series since Daredevil Season 1. Highly recommend it. Great superhero action and some great uh, thematic stuff as well. Now, Aaron. you know the, oh, the only superhero I care about. What? It's Green Man. Stop it! It's not a superhero. You're just reaching at this point. <laughs> no, Green Man is a superhero, dude. Okay. Would you want him to be Dayman? All right, fine. All right. <laughs> um. So I think Aaron, what I need to do, finish Game of Thrones, and then just hop on all the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. You should watch them besides the Agents of Shield. They were released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not um, Agents of Shield though. Not touching that. Not no, Agents it. of Shield is good. Garbage. It's good. And then um, watch Agent Carter. Ghost Rider. He's so cool. No. no. Anyway, I'm probably I'm probably only only gonna watch Daredevil. Daredevil is probably my favorite. Luke Cage might beat it, but Daredevil has two seasons to work with, so it gets the edge right now. Aaron, what else you got? Anything else? Yes. Okay. I also 
I finally started uh, watching The Wire again. Oh, The Wire. Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I had started it uh, earlier <laughs> in the year. I finished the... I watched the first three seasons earlier. Oh, okay. But then when I got to the end of the third season, I, like, I loved the show. It's absolutely fantastic. But I just took a break for like the summer. So I could watch, I could cram in some other different shows like uh, Always Sunny because you guys practically forced me to watch it. Yep. yep even though I right. did enjoy it. So. And guess what? He watched, and we're practically forcing you to watch it. It's always uh, the perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. Now we've got to practically force David to watch, although he won't do it. <laughs> I'm watching Bojack Horseman. You that doesn't count. That doesn't count. We didn't practically you force count. you. It has to be something that you have avoided watching for a while. Yeah. Well, what what have I avoided watching? We'll figure it out. But anyway, so I started watching. You marked that in the time. Yeah, yeah, we're in. We're in. Anyway, so I'm now in season four of The Wire. Okay. I'm like halfway through the season, and it's like the show's really great. But I like season four is interesting because it feels like there's less action than the other three. Okay. Because like the other three had like really big, uh like crime <coughs> to like propel them for uh forward and this one it still has that crime element going but it's like mm-hmm. not as big as the other ones but i think this is also one of a very interesting season because like uh basically the way the show is set up is like it's mainly a crime show but it also deals a lot with like just like the institutions in our lives like how institutions shape us in the same way that uh we're also shaping them constantly kind of thing. And like Bro, is way- it nature versus nurture, though? Like, real talk, if you think about it. Well, kind of stuff like that as well. So, like, <laughs> each season, <clears throat> adds like, a new institution of the city of Baltimore into the mix. And season four adds uh, schools. Like, the uh, what it's like to, like, teach in a urban school, like a low-funded urban school with, uh, you know, just... Uh, underprivileged uh kids mm-hmm. so it's just it's a kind of it's really heartbreaking you know watching because it's a very it's a very real drama like they paid a, a, a lot of attention to detail to getting it very accurate to real life and it's just kind of like heartbreaking seeing like the kind of situation like both these teachers and these kids are put in in this education system because education is just like so important to your entire life so i this season is just really fascinating in that regard because there's 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 so much so many social issues that the entire show tackles but this is a particularly interesting one i suppose so i'm really enjoying this season and enjoying this show as a whole but i mean the Wire is already regarded as one of the best TV shows of all time. So now, I'm coming into this late. Most people already know it's great. Now, I get confused between this and The Shield. Is this the one with Michael Chiklis? No, that's The that's Shield. That's The Shield, okay. I get them mixed up. Um, all right. What is the boomerang, then? What boomerang? We got The Wire, we got The Shield, we got The Boomerang, right? Those three, three do not three combine things. at all <laughs> to make anything. <laughs> They're like all weapons that Link has. <laughs> the wire, I guess. I don't know. The, the, the claw shot, you could stretch for it. Okay, yeah, you can stretch. Any, anyway. <laughs> all right, Lacey. All right. I have a bit of a 
bone to pick with you here. Because uh, I watched don't a certain film. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No. Not tell I me. I watched, based on Lacey's recommendation, and his recommendation alone, I watched the to-do list. Yes! <laughs> I thought you were going to say you didn't like Hail Caesar. This is so much better for me. I can deal with you not liking the to-do list. It's not a good movie. It's a really bad movie. <laughs> no, I, I decided to save Hail Caesar. Okay. For later, but I watched the to-do list. Why? Because... <laughs> okay. I thought well, you would never watch it, but all right, here we go. It was, well, it was, I watched it last night because I was up at like midnight. <sighs> I had just finished like working on my blog project, so I didn't have, I didn't know what to do with the rest of my night because midnight is not the end of the night for me, people. No, Come on. me either. 3 a.m. So it's like, I need a late night movie. And then I couldn't find it for a while. Browse through Netflix. Browse through Amazon. Hang on. He's coughing. He's just, he's dying on the other end right now. Are you okay? He's okay. Oh, oh no. Oh, he fell over. He fell, he's, he's on the, oh God. The camp, Aaron, Aaron, unmute your mic if you're okay. Aaron, oh no. Oh God. Aaron, no. Aaron, oh my God. He's gone. He's dead. Oh my God. The podcast, the to-do list killed him. <laughs> Maybe because he didn't finish everything on the list. <laughs> oh, to-do list. I got that one. Oh, oh, sorry. Whoops, Aaron isn't dead. I got confused. Sorry, guys. Dude, my awful puns have been like, on tonight. Like, none other. That one didn't get... I didn't get it. No, no, Aaron got that. Aaron purposely came back to life and put his mic back on so he could tell you that he got that. He heard it. It's The the power of your puns brought him back to life. All right. It's true. Aaron. All right. Continue with your story. Anyway, so yeah, I looked all across Netflix, across Amazon, couldn't find anything. So I decided to watch this. <laughs> oh, he didn't even mute it oh, that no. time. <laughs> no. I'm losing my voice. I'm so- anyway. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It. It was uh, what I expected, All right. I suppose. Cool. At least you're not, like, totally down on it. No, I mean, it wasn't awful. No. I think mainly it survives solely due to its cast. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, Childish Gambino's in it, David. Hey. In a very small role. Yeah, very small role. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, speak more. But Aubrey Plaza... Uh, yeah. Bill, mm. Bill Hader. Yep. My voice is really getting out, you guys. You need to drink just, water. <laughs> I am drinking water. <laughs> drink more. Uh, guys, I'm going to have to talk. I'm going to have to be the sole spokesperson right now. Yeah. Aaron's not dying. He's alive. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's choking on his water. Oh, God. Oh, no. Ugh. Oh, God. It's happening again. Oh, wait. No. His mic is still on. Never I'm mind. ready for my new segment. <laughs> no, anyway, we have to talk about this. The to-do list. It was what I expected. Yeah. It's not great. No. It's not nearly as like offensive as I thought it was going to be in a sense. How do or, you like, mean? As offensive as it like was it felt like it should have been. Based on the premise. Like, uh, maybe offensive is not the right word. Uh, I don't think offensive is the right word. 
I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for my voice. Uh, but also Andy Samberg. Yes. We forgot about him. So I don't know. It, it was. I promise. All right. Movie. I, I promise the other two movies I gave you much better. Much better. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm sure they will be. You gotta watch Brooklyn, man. Ooh, that's a film. All right. Oh, Aaron's dead. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna move on <laughs> to the newest segment, guys. Um, <clears throat> let me just let, write it down right here. Let me just write it down. Okay, David, you you invented the segment. Do you want to explain it to everyone for us? Well, I think we, we everyone needs to know the name of this brand new segment that I thought up on a whim. Like right. I do all my other ideas. This is called Pitch it or ditch it. Pitch it or ditch it? I thought it was pitch it and ditch it. I like pitch it or ditch it better. See, I was always on a whim, Jake. Always on a whim. It may not look like it, but we're professionals. Do us a favor. Don't try this at home. Whoa! Fun. All right, I like the or better. I like the or better too. Yeah. You're right. So I think I'm just gonna ditch all of them though. If we if we get an option, <laughs> so so in this option, not, not mine. You won't. And in, in this i in this idea, I was like thinking, man, there's a lot of crappy like TV shows out there. So I was thinking, what if we um, every week we're gonna have a new TV channel, and each one of us is gonna have to pitch a show idea that would fit on that channel. Mm-hmm. And we're and so if Jacob is pitching us a movie, then me and Aaron are going to be on the panel, and we're going to say if it passes or fails. And then obviously... Oh, I like it. this idea. I didn't realize this is all what you were going for, but this is really good. I didn't realize we get to judge each other. This yeah, That makes it really even good. more fun. Exactly. All my ideas are fun. Sitting in judgment of other people is the best way to feel good about yourself, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can add it. I didn't reach for that one. See, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, son. All right. Can I go first? Yes. All right. So our channel, so, so, our channel is the Discovery Channel this week. So, um, and me and Aaron are, are figuring out if we're going to put money into your show, <laughs> if we're going to put it. Also, it's like Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. It's like no. Shark Tank, but for TV shows. I like Basically. it. Sure. All right. So my Pitch guys, it or ditch it. I need a theme song. I'm working on that. Okay. <laughs> um, so my show, guys. I've been thinking about the Discovery Channel and how they haven't discovered anything. Nothing. What have they discovered? Mythbusters, I guess. I don't know. That point. Point. Point aside. Um, so I want to get big budget, and we're going to fraud the finding of Bigfoot. We're going to do a big, a big production, and we're going to make it seem real to everyone. Like, we'll be like, hey, if you tell anyone that this isn't real, we kill you. And that's how it goes. Uh, Because we need everyone to believe in Bigfoot so we can say that we discovered something. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get, like, the best uh, computer graphics people to, you know, make Bigfoot, you know, put them put them into the world, or just, because, like, you know, a costume, you're going to be able to tell. It's going to be, like, a mix of costume and CGI. Uh, we're going to get an all-star cast to go out there. We're going to get some, like, no-names to be like, hey, we're going to go out, we're going to find Bigfoot, and we're taking these celebrities with us. We're going to get, I was thinking James Franco should go out there with them. Um, I was thinking, 
<laughs> Mel Gibson, <laughs> just because. Why not? He needs a job, um, right? Well, I can I can think of a few reasons why not. Oh, I can but... think of tons of reasons, but wouldn't it be funny? And then... <laughs> I feel I feel like James Franco is just gonna be high in the forest looking. Yeah, exactly. Is exactly. That, is that what you're... It's part of what I'm going for. Yeah. And then. <laughs> And then we're also going to get Peter Dinklage to go out there with them. We're going to have those three and then a group of experts who aren't really experts, but, you know, remember, we're faking this for the world. And we're going to go out and we're going to kill Bigfoot. You're going to kill Bigfoot? We're going to kill Bigfoot. So what did killing Bigfoot No, kill no, us? no. Stop. Stop. Let me stop you right there. I'm deciding in what direction to take this right now. So, uh... I mean, I, I have an idea. Listen, so what's gonna happen? So, you know, it's gonna be like, hey, we're just hanging out. Uh, we're walking around. We're looking for Bigfoot. They have those stupid cameras that all those shows have. We're like, oh, did you see that little piece of twig move? And it's always got the crappy night vision on it, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. did you hear that noise? It sounds like a Bigfoot screaming. <laughs> But, like, it's just someone in the back, like, oh, Bigfoot. And, uh, but then, all of a sudden, <laughs> Mel Gibson, <laughs> he gets taken by the Bigfoot. <laughs> and the crew has to make a split decision <laughs> on whether to drink him or kill him. But they decide, we gotta kill Sasquatch. So they do it. They murder Sasquatch. Mel Gibson is saved. And, uh, yeah. Why would, you, why would you save Mel Gibson? That's, that's fine. Yeah, I thought you were talking about tranking or killing uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, we're going to save, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna save Mel Gibson because, you know, we need it to be a good... Not only do we need it to be, like, you know, everyone thinks it's real. We also need to have it, like, have a real-world connection in that uh, it's kind of, you know, the story about Harambe, almost. And, uh... <laughs> it's so easy to make David angry. <laughs> and, yeah, that's my pitch uh, for the real-life murder of Sasquatch. Well, I have... Internet, I have... I, I, I'm holding back multiple, like... Words that would be bleeped out of this podcast right now. <laughs> he hates Harambe jokes. I don't like them either, but they make him angry, so it's funny. <sighs> Aaron? Aaron, I have I have one question. Yeah, yeah. Why don't we just get the real Bigfoot? Like, wouldn't it be cheaper to just get the real one? Why are we faking this? I was know? thinking that too, but if we kill the real Sasquatch, then he can't make any Sasquatch babies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. We need to continue right. the race. Killing an endangered I, species. So, yeah. yeah. I, I have a question. Yeah, David. So, but this sounds like a one-season show. It sounds like you're going to Oh, no, it's a, it's a TV movie. It's a TV movie. Oh, yeah, TV made, made movie. for TV movie. It's just a one-night okay. special, you know? They're like, we found Bigfoot, and these are his real footprints, guys. Definitely not something we just made in the woods. <laughs> okay, my next question. Yeah. Have you ever watched Finding, Big, Finding Bigfoot on Animal Planet? Oh, yeah, totally. 
Oh, yeah. Does That's where I got like... the inspiration for the show. <laughs> oh, believe me. I used to watch all these shows on the History Channel and the Animal Planet Channel because I wanted to believe in Bigfoot, guys. See, I was thinking if you could take it another way and you could, once they kill Bigfoot, they could go find the next creature that may or may not be alive. They oh, could find El Chubacabra. Then, then, then they could go kill El Chubacabra. Then they could go kill the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. And then, and then he could slay all these mythical creatures. Well, we can Hulu. we can continue it. I mean, we can get the, get the gang back together. I mean, Peter Dinklage, if his character dies on Game of Thrones, I mean, he'll have nothing. So, Aaron, what do you think? Mel Gibson has no jobs. Uh, and James Franco will do anything at this point. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, li- I'm liking this cast. Yeah. It's a solid cast. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the idea pitch, though? Like like you said, it's not very uh, sustainable, but I think as a one-off event, get some big ratings. Yeah, especially if we do full-out media marketing, this is real. You know, if everyone thinks it's real, Mel Gibson's really in danger. They might root for him to die. Now, we got we got to admit that fact. They might root for him to die. But, can we put? Can we make it live as well? Can we put the little live? Yeah, we can, can we pre-record put it live, and then and then put the live um <laughs> box in the on the bottom right corner. Yeah, we can do that. It won't really be live, but we can. But, but I feel like live events pull more audiences. Yeah, because people will be like, I tune yeah. into this right now. Am I right? Does this make sense, Aaron? <laughs> yep, I got so you. What's what's the what's the verdict, guys? How does Aaron? this work? Do we just say yuck, yeah? Well, I, I mean, like, I guess both. I guess both me and Aaron have to agree. Okay, to, I will give you ten dollars to make your movie. Got it. That's all I need. Yep. Well, I mean, if it's Mel only Gibson $10, will work for food, and Peter Dinklage will do anything. I mean, James right. Franco will do anything. Then Peter Dinklage guess will what? Cost. Jacob just pitched his idea. Hey. Okay. Next. All right. <laughs> Let's I, go I, next. I gotta think of a catchphrase. I'm working on it. Aaron, you wanna go next? I, David I, can I, end I can it. go next. Yes. All right. right. Now me and Jacob are on the panel. Aaron. All right. So here's the thing about the Discovery Channel. Yeah. Oh, I know a couple things. All they're doing so far, they're being very lazy about this. They're like, the way to discover things is to just, you know, place a camera somewhere and see what unfolds. And I'm like, no, we have to make things happen. That's how you really discover what's going on. So... You know what the two biggest properties on Discovery Channel are right now? Naked uh, and Afraid. Sharks for Shark Week. And all their Alaskan reality TV shows. Oh my god, too many. <laughs> so what I'm proposing is what we do is, you know the hit TV show, Wife Swap? It's kind of like that. But we're going to swap the sharks with the Alaskans. So the sharks, we're going to take them out of the ocean, we're going to put them in a little cabin in Alaska, and we're going to ask them to, you know, like, run a logging business for a couple of months or something, you know, like, see how these sharks do. Like, maybe they'll decide that cutting down the trees with their teeth is more effective than, you know, using saws. So there's all kinds of drama to be found there. Efficiency, right? How will the sharks interact with the Alaskan community? Will they be accepting? I don't know. And then we're going to take the Alaskans and we're going to put them in the ocean where the sharks live. And we're going to be like, will, will the ocean accept the Alaskans? Will they be able to, you know, now, wait, you know forage wait. for food on the wait. bottom of the sea? This, this might be I, a concern. so much drama. This might be, be a concern for, for the 
for the network. Will the Alaskans get scuba tanks? Why would they get scuba tanks? The <laughs> sharks don't have, shark have scuba tanks. Sharks so. don't have scuba tanks. Uh, all right. The, our only concern was that they would have scuba tanks, and that would okay, just not be authentic. Yeah. So well, here we go. As long yeah, as they exactly. sign the waiver, right? If, right, if, exactly. If, if they sign a waiver, we can make them do anything. We, we own them. It's true. That's, why you never That's the way to legally own people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on from that. <laughs> what else you got? Anything else about your picture? That, that That's the whole just speaks for itself. Right. Also, I'm losing my voice, so I can't go into doing details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the idea. I can see a shark in like one of those up north hats, you know? With oh, yeah, with the floppy flap. ears. Yeah, I can't see a shark. But, and he's just looking at it like he's trying to support his family. Yeah, I, I how are these sharks standing? Are they standing on their fins, connection. like straight up? Like the what? sharks, how they stand? Are they standing like vertical? Or are they? Because st- that would be great. Have you ever seen a shark walking around on dry land before, Lacey? I have not. I, I mean, sand sharks. Do the Alaskans stand up vertical? That's a good point. They got to do everything the Alaskans do. Exactly. I'm fully on board for this idea. I mean, I think I think it's a good idea. Um, also, we can get some like cool shark cage action where there's people looking out at the Alaskans through shark cages and they're like coming at them with axes and stuff. I think it would be great. (laughs) I think it would be great. Um, (laughs) So I'm in as well. How much are we going to give them, David? I'm I'm willing to provide... I'm willing to cancel every other show on the channel (laughs) and just have this be a live stream. Besides Mythbusters. Mythbusters is done. Oh, yeah, wow. Mythbusters is already over. There goes my night. So we're going... What? <laughs> Did you so not we're... know it was canceled? Or ended? Whatever you want to call it. Eh, canceled. It wasn't canceled. They're going... They, they ran out of... They busted everything. <laughs> they busted everything. They were definitely stretching in the later yeah. seasons. They were, they were like... They were asking fans, so like, do you guys have everything? I <laughs> Please help day. us. <laughs> I need two more seasons out yeah. of this. Come Let's on. give them all the money Discovery has. I, I'm ready. All right. I need to see these sharks. David, what's your pitch? So, uh, when when Discovery was was told, I was looking up the list of the TV shows that Discovery has. Yeah, and I see, and a lot of them uh, revolve around survival, mm. and mm. and Alaska, and Alaska. But there's um, so there's dual survival, naked and afraid, naked and afraid XL, ultimate Wait, survival. What? Yeah. There are two naked and afraid shows. Yeah, that that, that one, one for attractive people and the one for people to laugh at not attractive people. I mean, those are their comments, not mine. Are about. you kidding me? No, no that's, that's horrible. Yeah. That is welcome horrible. to the Discovery Channel. <laughs> man and anyway. man, woman, wild. I mean, it... and that's so, just heteronormative at the at the best. <laughs> Yeah, I totally forgot Amish Mafia was on the Discovery Channel. What? Yeah. Okay, we gotta we gotta move on. What's your pitch? So, what is this? My, my pitch is we have to get the best things from each of these. So, like, when when, when you think of the market right now, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What what what's been cornering the market the past couple of years? Superheroes, zombies. Okay, there we go, zombies. All right, so. <laughs> I, I want to make a because I know all these survive. I want to make a movie, not a movie, excuse me, a TV show 
It's going to be called The Idiot's Guide on How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse. If So it's like the up, Scout's Guide to the Zombie up, Apocalypse. <laughs> if you woke up and you were naked. <laughs> well, that's a long Wait, name. that's the title? That's the whole title? Yes. That's a, we might need to trim it in post, but okay. <laughs> you can fix anything in post. But like, because <laughs> like, running away from a zombie is one is one thing, but running away from a zombie naked is a completely different thing, in my opinion. You got you got no protection. You yeah, no protection at all. And I feel like I feel like the zombie apocalypse is so talked about, and no matter what it, even though the zombie idea has been reused over and over and over again, mm. people still mm. like it. No matter what, it's like oh, like there's zombies in it. Okay. Like, so, if we could get, and, and when people realize, and if, okay, if people are naked, people, there will be people who want to watch it. Am I right? I think I'm right. <laughs> well, apparently, because so. these shows are <laughs> successful. Yeah, so, the, the, there's, a, there's a naked and afraid exit. And guess what? <coughs> we'll, get a naked, we'll get a naked and afraid S to L, small to large, whatever you want. You, don't, you can be big or small. Anyone. Okay, anyway. <laughs> all inclusive. The all inclusive zombie apocalypse. Yes. That should be the name of it. The all inclusive naked zombie apocalypse. And and then like I feel like we won't like the viewers we get. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like um halfway into the series we'll um, actually change we'll change viewpoints mm-hmm. and we'll be it'll be from the zombie viewpoints and all the zombies will actually be naked and everyone will That's be That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. So like I mean you're a zombie, you're hungry, you're looking for brains, but you're got like all your body parts is everywhere. I mean, yep. that, that's a very relatable situation for many zombies. of our viewers. I what? think this could be a, I think this could be a hit. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, there's there's so many viewers out there sitting on their couch like, yeah, I, that really speaks to me. Having a body part like, that's like lying halfway across the room. And just I feel like it's got su- it's got such a arm. Big- it's got such a big pool where people can like reach into the pot and grab literally whatever they want out of this show. And a lot of people can relate to it. David, I'm going to go so far as to say yes. I'm going to agree to this. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, I'm liking it. But your budget <laughs> is going to be Robert Kirkman producing this and just giving you any money that he wants. Well, I you mean, like that's fine because clothes, we don't have to pay for any costume design because guess what? Everyone yeah. will be naked. All right. That's a good point. So, wow. On Picture Ditch It, three TV shows are going to be added to, to Discovery Channel. I feel like there's not a moment where we're not going to add a show, <laughs> to be honest. But, all right. I mean, what, if you have a crappy idea, I'm not going to add Wow, it, right? okay. <laughs> all right. Aaron, if you have a yes. crappy idea and you don't back me, then, I, then I'm not going to have to add you. All right, sounds fair. Anyway, after that weird moment, let's move on. That's not weird, that's real. I guess. Let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Carpet day! Huh? No! Oh god, that's me too. Yeah, it sure is. David, what you got for us, buddy? Uh, it is a movie that I had to watch for our college class, and it's called Run, Lola, Run. Okay. You said it was critically acclaimed. 
Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I remember. <laughs> Aaron's looking I it up. I'm assuming. I'm looking up right now. Um, oh, it's a German film. <coughs> I'm surprised you didn't watch any of your foreign movie class. Yeah, but, uh, well, it's a lot more than we could have covered. You know. Yeah. Considering other countries but, uh, make movies. The, the dude who wrote and directed it is the dude who co-wrote and co-directed Cloud Atlas. Really? Just so you know. Um, yes. well, well, I mean, he really he really missed the mark on this movie. <laughs> well, tell us about it. What 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 is this um, movie? So, like, I remember, like, she... Wait... <sighs> so, she has this boyfriend, and her and her boyfriend don't have any money for their apartment. They're gonna get kicked out or something. So, and she's like, oh, like, it'll be okay. And then it goes through, like, the movie goes through three pot, and then there's always that, like this alarm clock. So like I think it's an alarm clock, and then she hits an alarm clock, and then the movie goes out through like one scenario when, like she um goes to see her dad, and then like her dad um, like basically says she's a piece of crap, and like her boyfriend, um she shouldn't be living with her boyfriend. He's a piece of he's another piece of crap, and all of a sudden like she gets super like pissed at her dad. And she does something that ends up making her dad die. And then all of a sudden, like, it freezes. And then it's like, and then, like, it replays back. And then all of a sudden, the alarm goes off again. She hits the alarm. And then she goes, does something completely opposite. And so then she goes to um, this. Um, she, and, and, and the whole entire movie is her running, too. Like, she's, like, running awkwardly. And it's got this super awful music playing in the background, too. So... Like, it literally will show her run to her dad's office. And it's, like, ten minutes of her running. I'm like, why Why do we need to see her? Like, it's called Run Lola, but, like, it's a stupid. And then, so then, her, um, she gets to this grocery store. And, um, she finds out that her boyfriend is robbing this grocery store in order to pay, get the money to pay rent. And she's like, oh, and then, like, she gets roped into it. And then, um... She, she gets roped into, like, this thing, and then she, they both end up getting shot and died. Oh. And killed. I'm like, and then all Shot sudden, and died. Shot and died, yeah. All of <laughs> a sudden, and then it rewinds again to a third time where the alarm clock, I'm like, I, I've seen, like, this, the ending already. Like, what are we going to do now? And it runs back again, and he's like, come run away with me. I, I got the money. And then she's like, nah, I'm good. And then, like, he ends up getting hit by a car. And so, and then she cries, and, like, that's the end of the movie. And then, it, so, it doesn't really tell you what, and, like, it's it's supposed to focus on, like, oh, like, your actions, like, dictate, like, who you are, and, like, things can always change. And, like, it went, but it was just awful. I don't know. I can't believe I spent, like, however long I did watching that movie. I mean, I don't know. It sounds interesting to me, but that's just me. Maybe it was just the, the half the movie was her, was videos of her running. But like, and not like good shots, like awkward, like, like YouTube, like, like a bad YouTube video of someone, like someone pulling out their phone and like videotaping it. I don't know. Vertical. Just, <laughs> basically. I don't know, man. I, all right. Run, run, or go, Lola. Run, Lola, run. Run, Lola, run. But it was yeah, I mean, go, I, Diego, I go. I seen this movie. I, I mean, either. feel like I've heard about it at some point before or at least like the name sounds familiar or something yeah. but 
I don't know. I can't, again, I can't say whether you're right or wrong about this or whatever, but yeah, it's perfectly valid to hate a movie other people love. That's true. It is. Yep. Which brings us to The Fault in Your Stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. The music's bad and you should feel bad. Guys, I have some reviews for us. They're, they're very bad. Uh, actually, I have two reviews. One's really short. One's uh, about medium. So uh, I think you guys will be able to get this, but they're just funny to me. All right, here we go. Two stars. There is nothing wrong with this movie, but it was made for children. As such, I am not the target audience. That's just the end of the review. Oh, okay. Two, two stars. <laughs> that, that constitutes for two stars, I guess. All right. Now, here's the real one. <clears throat> I first saw this movie on New Year's Eve in 2015, almost a full 15 years after it was released and long after the mania had died down. I was greatly disappointed and was baffled as to why so many were charmed by this story. The first 90 minutes were devoid of any real conflict, and the storyline simply followed a boy who is in blank at a new blank. The level of fun matched that scenario, too. Fortunately, the last 60 minutes picked up really well and provides enough interest for me to go back and check out the blank soon. I should also mention that I was bothered by a lack of wit at some points in the plot. I know that's borderline heresy for blank enthusiasts, but there were story arcs that were just flat-out plot holes. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to switch the picture. <laughs> uh, Alright, oh, a long one. Yeah, it's almost done. Just one example. A school that stresses the importance of safety and following rules banishes four of their best students. Come on, that's just lazy writing. I hope that Blank did a better job explaining that one away and the book than the treatment it was given in the film, and I'm hoping that the slow pacing of the movie isn't replicated in any of the other films that follow, and that it was just a necessary evil in setting up the Blank universe. Isn't that Harry Potter, Aaron? I think so. I've never it's, seen. I've never read any of the books, so... Oh, well, I've he seen. said it was like... Two and a half hours long about yeah. kids in school, and it's a whole franchise. So, which one yeah. is it though? I assume the first one. Yeah, it's the first one. Okay. <laughs> um, I was like, Banish? What? This happens? Yeah, and <laughs> they they brought up a good point. Not this one. A different review that was like, so they <laughs> they get in trouble for going out and seeing Hagrid after dark. So their punishment is. Going out and seeing Hagrid after dark, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. That is really dumb. But that's actually why I've never seen any. Of that's their punishment. That. Also involved the possibility of actual death because Voldemort was out there, <laughs> and other reasons. <laughs> like there were multiple ways they could have died during that. That's true. There's so uh, many ways kids can die at Hogwarts. Yeah. Why? Why are they still in operation? <laughs> Other students die. No, that's about right. not all of them. Just you know why? They signed the waiver too. That's true. Got signed the waiver. Got Cedric Diggory. 
don't count off all the people who die. I'm not. It was well, so, technically yeah, most of the people who die were not students anymore. Hey, pause. Maybe I want to see these this awful no, you don't. series one day. You don't. <laughs> You've been given multiple <laughs> opportunities to watch Harry Maybe Potter. Maybe that's what we have to force. Oh, I'm, no, I'm not watching 23 hours of Harry Potter. Yeah, you are. It's around what 23, 22. I have no idea. There's seven know. films, and they're all really long. Or eight films. Fourteen. No, yeah, so. Sixteen hours. So not even close. Well, more than that, because some of them are like two and a half. See, I was right. It's like, tw- Probably, it's, like it's over 20 five. hours. Like... Maybe we'll just force you to sit down and watch three, because this is the best one. <laughs> Alright, guys. <laughs> that was... The twenty-first episode of Reboot already underway. Sorry. What do you was... think of the new of the new? Uh... What was that face you just made? <laughs> what, what do you think of the new segment? I was, I was cracking my neck. <laughs> oh, that's not Internet, what I you were doing. I mean, my face is a pretty normal-looking face. I, I guess. Don't worry. Um, sorry. Internet, tell me about the new segment. Do you like it? Yeah. Should I have more of my great ideas on this podcast? Like I know I should. David, Email Jacob. Oh tell him about it at. Don't, don't, don't email, email me. Email the podcast. That's, that's what he was asking for. Oh, uh, at rebootalreadyunderway at gmail.com. Uh, or just leave a comment on SoundCloud. Uh, or just on our Twitter. Tweet at us. And uh, Sorry we're a bit of a mess this, <laughs> this week, guys. Um, or listeners. Uh, I mean, Aaron and I are both sick at the moment. So that contributes to most of it. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be uh, pretty good next <laughs> yeah if you want to find aaron around the internet guess what guys the f- his new series has started the night x came home uh really really great uh you should definitely read it uh just really funny and i don't know it's great you f- can find that a clever blog name is that this clever blog name it's already taken um new one yep, every day i watched right? uh my bloody valentine mm. And April Fool's Day were the first two films for the series. Although I suppose more will be out by the time this podcast actually gets out. But yeah, every every day at noon, right? Yeah, I mean, I just have them set up to automatically post at noon. So awesome. So yeah, check out that. Um, and then you can find them at Twitter at Little Flame Dude. Uh, you can also get links to the series from that. And if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. Uh, I don't know. Tell him that, what was it, Run Lola Run? Is that the one? Yes, Tell him that movie. it's the best movie you've ever seen in your entire life. And I, I will block you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa! David's firing the big I might guns. have to test this. Just go out of my way to watch this film. <laughs> About it. Hey, you can um, find it on the internet pretty Don't easy. block God, I'm going to do a write-up for my blog where <laughs> I analyze how Run Lola Run is relevant to the Harambe story. Just going to connect the You're going to destroy David's <laughs> mind if you do that. <laughs> no. <I'm gonna> say. <laughs> the, the fact that I was... I was at uh, my buddy's place and I walked into them. Look, you know the song I'm Here Without You, Baby? Yeah, I, wa- I walked I don't into know the, the name of the song, but <laughs> no, no. But you know, you know the song. I'm here. I'm not gonna sing it. But no, I walk it. into their house and they're going, 
I'm here without Harambe. No, no. And then so they're, they're belting this at the top of their lungs. And they're like, oh, I think no. about Harambe all the time. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't want to be friends with any of you anymore. Like. <laughs> anyway, yeah, do that. <laughs> if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at Jacob Scott Music on Twitter. You can find me at Jake Lace on uh, Tumblr and also YouTube. And then if you want to find the podcast around the internet, like David said earlier, you can email us at RebootAlreadyUnderway at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at RebootAlreadyUn. Um, yeah, and follow us and do stuff like that. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and thank you guys for listening. I think if you made it this far, thanks for listening to one of the biggest messes of an episode. But hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, I think we all had a few laughs. Um, and remember, Sasquatch is out there, guys. And the moon landing was fake. And the moon landing was fake. Alright, everybody, have a good day. Sasquatch what fake. What about the moon landing? Sasquatch fake. What about the moon landing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, see you guys later. <laughs>